Good morning. It's good to have Barry at the back there. There's life after Andrew and Steve. It's good. Only just. Uh, this morning and, and next Sunday, um, if you're going to be here, we're going to be taking a theme of Jesus' power and authority over death um, from th- today and also into next week. That's going to be the overriding theme. Next Sunday will be in the, within the context of John 11. We've heard a few verses from John 11 this morning and we're going to be looking at the, the resurrection of Lazarus and Jesus' interaction with the characters in that story in John 11. And this morning, of course, is Resurrection Sunday. We're going to be looking at Jesus Christ's power and authority over death um, in, in the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And this morning I want to draw on four points about resurrection life. Four truths about the resurrection of Jesus Christ. And the first one is humility. That Jesus came with humility and we read that in Philippians 2 verse 6. Not considering equality with God as something to be grasped. Aren't they amazing ten words? Amazing ten words, not considering equality with God as something to be grasped. Perhaps they're words, ten words that you can think about next time you're called to love the unlovable. Ten words to think about when you need to forgive the, what seems to be unforgivable. To spend time with those that you would perhaps other times wouldn't really bother with. The Son of God through whom all things were created. The Son of God through whom all things exist. Everything is held together by him. And Colossians 1 goes on to say that he is supreme over all of creation. And those statements are quite well known to us but Perhaps you don't fully grasp or understand it and, and perhaps I don't even really fully grasp and understand that everything is held together, everything exists because of Jesus Christ. But at the very least it's telling us that Jesus Christ is really important, that he is really powerful. Yet he did not consider such things when he came to earth as a baby to seek and save, to serve and not be served. With humility he came and with humility he lived. Humbly he died. And with humility he was resurrected. You see, Jesus didn't take to Twitter when he came out of the tomb. There were no selfies. Hashtag in your face, Pilate. I'm alive. 
His concern wasn't to seek revenge upon those who had whipped him and spat on him and to say, look, I'm here, I'm back. Those who shoved the thorns into his head. He didn't seek out the soldiers who nailed him to the cross. No, in fact, he first appears to a woman, Mary Magdalene. He goes on to spend time with his disciples and breathe the Holy Spirit upon them, empowering his followers, empowering them to to continue doing kingdom work that people would be forgiven of their sins by coming into a relationship with their creator God by faith. When we think about the resurrection life of Christ, we think of humility. And we also think of the second point is revelation. Whenever Jesus opened his mouth, there was revelation. There was truth being revealed. When Jesus spoke, the truth came out and people's lives were changed. Imagine being there when Jesus taught. Um, And I was thinking about that during the week and I thought actually we don't need to imagine. We can go home this afternoon and open the scriptures and it's actually there. We can just read it. Start with Matthew. Soak up Matthew chapter 5, 6 and 7. So much revelation, so much truth about how we should live. What my life should look like. After after the resurrection of Christ, Jesus said in Matthew 28, verses that are well known, All authority in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Therefore, go and make disciples of all nations, baptising them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit and teaching them to obey everything I have commanded you. And surely I am with you always to the very end of the age. Not only a revelation of why we exist as Christians, what, what purpose we have on earth, that we are to make disciples, we are to take the good news into the community and into this world. But his promise that we don't do it alone, the promise that he will never leave us. Where there is resurrection life, there is truth being revealed, there is revelation At the resurrection life of Jesus Christ there is love. Another famous verse, probably the most famous verse in the Bible has to be John 3.16. Even people that don't go to church know John 3.16. For God so loved the world that he gave his only son. For God so loved the world. 
And I'm not talking about the world 2,000 years ago just when Jesus was here for those 30 odd years but for the love the world past, present and future that he gave his only son that whoever believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Where there is resurrection, life, there is love. Ephesians 1.4 is an amazing verse. It says, even before he made the world, God loved you and chose you in Christ to be holy. Isn't that amazing truth? That you are not a blimp on God's radar that just came into his sort of mind in the 20th century or we've got 21st century kids here. He sort of just didn't come around knocking at 1960 or, and say, look, Dave, oh, he's come into the existence. Oh, who, who, what's he about? What's going to happen in his life? Has that been generous, 1960? <laughs> <laughs> he has known about you. He has loved you before any of this has existed. He'd know your struggles of 2016 before this world existed. He knows the joys that you're going to have in 2016 before any of this existed. And he had a plan of salvation to bring you into a relationship with God, with himself, not only for now but for eternity, before this world existed. What an amazing God. Because of love, Jesus came. Because of love, Jesus died. And because of love, he rose again and conquered sin and death. That our purpose and our reason for existence that we just mentioned from Matthew 28 is only possible through the love of Christ that that love would be seen in our lives. Jesus said in John 13.35, your love for one another, your love for one another will prove to the world that you are my disciples. That's a challenge. Where there is resurrection life and in the resurrection of Jesus Christ there is love. And the fourth point I want to make this morning is that where there is resurrection life, resurrection life, there is faith. There is faith. If you can, you can turn to Ephesians chapter two, uh, verse verse one, one to ten. Ephesians two, verse one. And it says this, As for you, you were dead in your transgressions and sins in which you used to live when you followed the ways of this world and of the ruler of the kingdom of the air, the spirit who is now at work in those who are disobedient. 
All of us also lived among them at one time, gratifying the cravings of our sinful nature and following its desires and thoughts. Like the rest, we were by nature objects of wrath. But because of his great love for us, God, who is rich in mercy, made us alive with Christ, even when we were dead in transgressions. It is by grace that you have been saved. And God raised us up with Christ and seated us with him in the heavenly realms in Christ Jesus in order that in the coming ages he might show the incomparable riches of his grace expressed in his kindness to us in Christ Jesus. For it is by grace you have been saved through faith and this is not from yourselves, it is the gift of God. It's not by works so that no one can boast. For we are God's workmanship created in Christ Jesus to do good works which God prepared in advance for us to do. You thought this was going to be a bit of a shorter service today. Um, you're wrong. There's a lot in, that ten, in those ten verses and I'm only joking, I'm not going to spend half an hour on those verses. But just to, didn't want to just sort of pull out verse 8. wanted to give that a bit of context that is by grace, by grace God sent Jesus Christ to die in our place. By grace Jesus died for our sins and was raised to life in order that we may believe by faith because it's nothing that we could have done to appease the wrath of God and the anger of God towards sin. that we may believe by faith and experience a resurrection of our own, a spiritual one that it talks about. From being dead in sin, that we are born dead, spiritually dead, disconnected from God, to receiving life, being made alive in Christ. And this life is a life of faith, Is it a life that has a new purpose? Is it a life that seeks to honour and glorify God, not self? It is a life that worships the Creator, not the created things. It is a life that culminates with eternity in His presence. And this life which is only made available because Jesus Christ died and rose again. is made available to us because at that Sunday morning death was no match for the power and authority of Jesus Christ. Death could not hold him down because he is risen. This new life is made available to you and I and it is a life that is made available only by faith. There's no amount of works that you can do 
You may have a list as long as your arm. This, 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 this to reach God. It doesn't matter how many boxes you tick. It's the same position you were at the beginning. It is a life made available by faith. As we reflect on the message of Easter, of the cross and what we shared on Friday and the resurrection and what it means to us for this life and for the life that is to come for eternity. We're going to have some music ministry and I just want to make it an opportunity to reflect on that message his message of love and life made available by faith. Thanks, Barry. Lord and God, we are grateful that before this world was created that you loved us. We were on your mind before anything else existed. that love took his son to the cross but also triumphantly conquered sin and death in his resurrection. And so, Lord, we pray that that love, as we are empowered by the Holy Spirit, would be evidence, evident in our lives as we go into this community, into this world, people would know we belong to you because of the love that we show for each other. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen.